Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here in Saskatchewan. Today's date is August 18th, 2021. And this is another Canadian common sense rant. So I had said in a, in a rant a couple of months ago, made a reference to the House of Commons in Ottawa as a place where 338 of the dumbest Canadians gather to tell the rest of us how to live. And that's true. And right now we are in an election to bring back some of those same imbeciles and um, bring in some new imbeciles to comprise the 338 dumbest Canadians possible to tell us how to run our lives. And in that group of 338, 35 or so of the dumbest of those dumbest Canadians get into cabinet. Now, am I just being cynical? Well, does the name Catherine McKenna ring a bell? Miriam Monsef, Stephen Gilbo, Will Amos, and the dumbest of them all, Justin Trudeau? I could rest my case right there. Now, it is one of those particular cabinet ministers, well, it's a couple of them, that have got me a little ticked off today. Now, this situation in Afghanistan is absolutely awful. And the Canadian government's response, which shouldn't even have had to be a response, is abysmal. It's embarrassing. And frankly, it should be considered criminal. Now, Marco Mendicino, who easily makes that list of the, 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 the dumbest 35, because he is in cabinet, was on a CBC show, and I guess he was just expecting to be softballed because it was CBC. And the reporter just asked him about getting some of the, the Afghan refugees, the people who helped the Canadian servicemen and, and women in the Afghanistan conflict, out of the country. And not only did he show how dumb he is, he, Mr. Mendicino showed that he is easily as smug and arrogant as Justin Trudeau. In fact, he probably could compete. Um, I mean, Justin Trudeau is the king in both of those categories, but Mr. Mendicino was pretty close. And in one of those rare moments when a politician actually tells the truth, Mr. Mendicino did that. He did that, that gaffe, but he was too dumb to recognize the gaffe and just kind of carried on and even sort of doubled down. The reporter asked him about getting some of these interpreters and, and whatnot out. And Mr. Mendicino very smugly and condescendingly told her, we had a plan in place for 10 years. And then carried on to talk about how they, you know, what things they want to do. And what he didn't acknowledge was that 10 years ago, Stephen Harper was prime minister and the conservatives were actually the governing party. But Mr. Mendicino didn't even register that in that tiny little pea-sized brain of his, naturally. And he probably didn't even listen to any follow-up questions. He just decided it was time to get on his soapbox and talk about the great things that their government is doing. And yes, they had a plan for 10 years. And then in 2017, they revamped their plan. 
but they've still done nothing. And Mr. Mendicino and another moron, Mark Garneau, former astronaut, but I might just call him Space Cadet because that's probably a better term for him. Mr. Garneau, who is our foreign affairs minister, who should be all over this Afghanistan situation and is pretending that he is, had the the gall to talk about 20,000 Afghan refugees who are going to be resettled in Canada. What he did not mention, of course, was the 20,000 that he is referring to are not actually in Afghanistan. They have fled to other countries, and Mr. Garneau's and the, the government is looking to resettle them here in Canada. Well, that shouldn't be too difficult because not, they are not in Afghanistan. Now, to date, how many of the Afghan interpreters, contractors, cooks, drivers, etc., have we actually gotten to Canada, The those and their families? 800. 800. And they want a pat on the back for that, by the way. They expect a pat on the back for that. And obviously, there's more. But now, there's logistical troubles because, huh, the Taliban have taken over the whole country. And the Americans and the British have at least fought to save the Kabul airport. And so far, control the runway so that there's a possibility of flying planes in and out of there. Not a guarantee yet. But, of course, the king of the smug, arrogant crowd, Justin Trudeau, stated that, well, we're going to be working with our allies to to try to get people out. Working with our allies. So don't send any of our own military planes in there to get those who helped us out of there. We're going to rely on the Americans and the Brits. That's a great plan, Mr. Trudeau. I know service members from the Canadian Armed Forces who have been in Afghanistan who actually want to go over there themselves to help pick up these contractors. That's how important these people are to our Canadian Armed Forces because they fought over there. I guess they didn't fight. but I mean, they served over there side by side with our Canadian Forces and we owe them. Plain and simple. We owe them. But instead of suggesting that, yes, we need to do everything we can to help them, what does Mark Garneau do on CBC? He decides to virtue signal and say that we are going to bring as many people in with the Human Rights Defenders Program, the journalists, the women's advocates, the LGBT. I'm not saying those people aren't important, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be making every attempt we can to allow those people refuge if indeed they are facing persecution. But there's a bigger picture here. And that bigger picture is we have interpreters who worked with our soldiers who are dying, who are being hunted by the Taliban and getting their heads cut off. And we need to get them out of Afghanistan now. We need to stop telling them, get into Afghanistan because that's the only way you are able to apply for this government program. Make sure you get to a government office, print off the the necessary paperwork, get the necessary paperwork and documentation from the Afghan government that's not functioning right now, and then be certain to, to scan and email that into the Canadian government so that we can get you on a list. Do, am I the only person that sees that 
maybe that could be a little bit of a time-consuming problem and just a bit of a problem in general? How about we get them the hell out of Afghanistan? I'm just throwing ideas out there. But oh no, we've got Mark Garneau suggesting that we need to get the virtuous people into Canada and those interpreters, well, you know, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that with our allies. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that with our allies. And then Mr. Garneau decided to say that when he was at, when asked that if he would recognize the Taliban as a government in Afghanistan, quote, it depends how they behave. Oh, yes, of course it does. You behave yourself over there. Don't, don't you, don't you behave. Don't you cut their head off. Don't cut off that head or we won't recognize you're an official government. The Taliban is absolutely laughing at us right now because we are no credible threat to them. And they're going door to door, probably as I speak, hunting down anybody who helped the allied forces during the Afghanistan conflict and they're killing them. They're torturing them. And it isn't ending well for any of them. Let's put it that way. And our government is really doing nothing. We're not even sending our own equipment or our own military to go and save these people. But by all means, if the Taliban behaves themselves, then we will let them play at the big boys table. You know, Canada, elections are not fought on foreign policy issues, and I get that. But this government really needs to be held account for its arrogance and its idiocy and its absolute incompetence. And it's only you that has that ballot.